Good morning, dear Sangha. Today is uh, Saturday, the 28th of July in the year 2012, and we are in the still water meditation hall of the upper hamlet, Plum Village. This is uh, the beginning of the fourth week, our summer opening in 2012. This year we celebrate uh, the 30th anniversary of Plum Village. And we have uh, music, dance, walking meditation, sitting meditation, Dhamma talks, and many activities, exhibition of calligraphies, and so on, concert. Uh, today is the first day of the fourth uh, week, and we shall begin with the chanting. Everyone is invited to join in the practice of listening. This is a very um, deep practice that can help us uh, transform our suffering inside. This practice is called a mindfulness of uh, suffering, mindfulness of uh, compassion. When we are able to recognize the suffering inside of us, when we are able to get in touch with the suffering inside of us, something will happen. If we know how to hold our suffering, how to listen to our own suffering, understanding of suffering will arise. And together with uh, that understanding, compassion also arises. Understanding always brings about compassion. And compassion, when arising, help us to suffer less right away. There is a practice called uh, compassionate listening. And you listen with compassion. And you listen to your own suffering. And you listen to the suffering of the other person. And if you know how to listen with compassion, and then compassion will arise and uh, begin to transform your suffering and help transform the suffering in the other person. There is a Bodhisattva whose name is uh, Avalokita Kuan Yin, whose practice is to listen deeply with uh, compassion. And thanks to that, he was able to transform his suffering and help, uh, transforming, help transform the suffering of other people. We call him the Bodhisattva of uh, compassionate listening. And we can practice like him also. The monastics are going to chant the name of uh, Avalokiteshvara Kuan Yin. And when they chant the name for the first time, they try to come home to themselves and get in touch with the suffering inside of them. And we can also do the same. When we listen to the chanting for the first time, we can go home to ourselves and recognize the presence of the suffering inside of us. This is a very important practice. The suffering inside of us carries within itself the suffering of our father, the suffering of our mother, the suffering of our ancestors, 
the suffering of many gen generations have been transmitted to us. And when we listen to our own suffering, not only we understand our own suffering, but also the suffering of our ancestors. And when we have understood our own suffering, we will suffer less. We become lighter. And when we look at the other person, we can easily see his or her suffering. And when you are able to see the suffering in the other person, you are not angry at him anymore. You are not angry at her anymore. Because you know how to look with the eyes of compassion. You don't suffer. You don't want to punish. You are not angry at that person anymore. Instead, you want to do something, uh, to say something in order to help him or her suffer less. And this happens when you look at a person and are able to see the suffering in him or in her. And this is possible because uh, when you go back to yourself, you can recognize the suffering inside. And understanding one's own suffering allowed us to understand the suffering of the other person more easily. Because the suffering inside of us not only reflects the suffering of our ancestors, but reflects the suffering of the world, of our society, of our nation. But most of us do not want to go home to ourselves and uh, get in touch with suffering. We are afraid of being overwhelmed by the suffering inside. That is why we try to run away from, from ourselves, from our own suffering. We try to consume in order to cover up the suffering inside. We watch television, we go to the internet, we play music, we talk on the phone, we open the refrigerator and find something to eat. All of that has only one purpose, to run away from our suffering, to cover up our suffering by the way of consumption. Sometimes uh, the television program is not interesting, but we still continue to watch. We don't have the courage to turn it off because we know that if we turn it off, we have to go home and get in touch with suffering inside. So most of us in society practice running away from ourselves, trying not to get in touch with the suffering inside. Because we are afraid that if we do go back to ourselves, we have to encounter the block of the suffering inside. That is why we do not have a chance to understand our suffering and to transform it. The Buddha advised us to go back to ourselves. And there is a way to go back to ourselves without fear. If we know how to breathe, in and out mindfully. If we know how to make steps mindfully, we generate 
the energy of mindfulness and concentration. We are mindful of our breathing, uh, mindful of our steps. We are concentrated into our breathing, our steps. And with the energy of mindfulness and concentration uh, generated by the practice of breathing, we can go home without fear. And with that energy of mindfulness, we can recognize our suffering and begin to hold, to embrace our suffering tenderly, like a mother holding her baby when the baby suffers. Our suffering is our own baby. And using the arms of mindfulness and concentration, we can hold our baby. And practicing like that, we bring relief. Our baby will suffer less. We suffer less if we know how to embrace, to hold our suffering in mindfulness. Our suffering is one kind of energy, and our mindfulness is another kind of energy. And using the energy of mindfulness to embrace the energy of pain, we will bring relief and suffer less after five minutes or ten minutes. So when the monastics sent the name of Kuan uh, Yin Avalokiteshvara for the first time, they go back and touch the suffering inside so that compassion can arise. Compassion has the power to heal, transform. And when they chant the name for the second time, they allow themselves to be aware of the suffering of the people around them, in front of them, on the left, on the right, behind them. Because every one of us has suffering inside. Every one of us carries the suffering of our father, mother, ancestors inside of, of them, of us. So when you are in touch with the suffering of the people around you, you compassion also arises. And compassion has the power to heal. And when they chant the name for the third time, they reach out and touch the suffering in the world. There are many countries where war is going on, death, separation, hate, anger, fear, violence. The people who are dying because of uh, discrimination, hunger, oppression, war. And if we we touch that suffering in the world, compassion in us will also arise and bring us uh, healing and transformation. That is why this practice is very deep. It's not a form of, uh, it's not exactly to pray for a God to, to help us. But uh, the practice is to generate the energy of understanding and of compassion. Understanding here, first of all, is understanding of suffering. And understanding of suffering always brings about compassion. 
And these two energies have the power to heal. And when we practice together, the, the collective energy generated will be very powerful. And that can heal every one of us. So when you sit and listen to the chanting, allow yourself to be there in the here and the now. Allow yourself to be embraced by the collective energy of the Sangha. Do not stay as a drop of water. Become a river. Allow yourself to be embraced and transported by the collective energy of the Sangha. Don't be a drop of water, be the river. You can sit relaxingly like this, release the tension, open yourself so that the collective energy of Sangha can penetrate into your body. This is possible. Don't close the door. Open your body. And the energy of the chanting, the energy of mindfulness and compassion will be able to penetrate into your body. There is a tension, stress, and pain in our body. If we let the collective energy of mindfulness and compassion to penetrate, be able to release the tension in our body. Breathing in, I'm aware of the tension in my body. Breathing out, I release the tension in my body. <clears throat> so in a few minutes, you feel better. You feel more lighter, more at ease. And the pain in your body will be reduced because the pain in your body is in function of your tension. If the tension is reduced, released, and the pain will be reduced. And if you have uh, some fear and anger and grief or despair in your heart, it's time to open your heart so that the collective energy of uh, mindfulness and of uh, compassion of the Sangha could penetrate into your heart and help embrace your pain for you. You practice like this. Dear brothers, dear sisters in the practice, dear Sangha, here is my pain. Here is my sorrow. Here is my despair. Please help recognize and embrace it with me because I am a beginner in the practice. So allow yourself to be embraced by the Sangha. Allow your pain, your sorrow to be embraced by the Sangha. Open your heart. And you see, if you allow the Sangha to embrace you, your pain, your sorrow, you feel lighter after a few minutes of listening. This is a very effective. And if we have... A someone close to us who suffers at this moment 
But could not come here to Plum Village and practice with us. She is home. He is uh, in the hospital. We can very well send this energy to that person at home. By thinking of that person, or calling his, her name silently, and then this collective energy of compassion and mindfulness will be channeled to that person at home. Sending energy is possible. So at home, in the hospital, that person will feel better. So everyone is invited to sit up relaxingly, beautifully. Stop our thinking. It's very important to stop the thinking. Because the thinking will bring us away from the here and the now. In order to stop the thinking, the best way is to follow your in-breath and out-breath and become aware of your in-breath and out-breath. Become aware of the sound of the chanting. Only feeling, not thinking. You feel the energy of mindfulness, compassion, penetrating in our body and help us to release tension and embrace the pain and the sorrow in us. So let us sit up beautifully, relaxingly, to begin the practice.
dear friends, when you hear the bell, our practice is to stop the thinking. We stop the thinking and begin to breathe in mindfully. And when we breathe in mindfully, we bring our mind home to our body. This is very important. This is easy. This is very effective. While you breathe in, you bring your mind back to your body. Your body is here, but your mind may be elsewhere. Caught in the past, caught in the future, in your projects, in your anger. So your mind is not with your body. So when you hear the bell, that is a signal that uh, reminds you to be there in order to live your life properly. And we stop the thinking right away. We breathe in and we bring our mind home to our body. It takes only one, two or three seconds to bring the mind home to the body. This is the basic practice. And when mind and body are together, you are there in the here and the now. And the here and the now is where life is. Life is available only in the here and the now. The Buddha said, the past is already gone. The future is not yet there. Only the moment, the present moment, uh, is available. And life is available in the present moment. So to bring your mind home to your body is to be in touch with the present moment, with life and all the wonders of life in ourselves and around us. And you allow yourself uh, to be in touch uh, at the sound of the bell at the same time. Breathing in, you listen to the sound of the bell. And you may like to use uh, a few words to get more concentrated. You say, I listen, I listen, when you breathe in. You do not listen only with your ears, but you listen with your mind. You get in touch with the sound of the bell. The bell master just uh, offers a sound of the bell. And the quality of the sound is good. So you enjoy breathing in and allow the sound of the bell to penetrate into your body. I listen, I listen. You might like to invite all the cells in your body to join you in listening. We allow the sound of the bell to penetrate into every cell of our body. And that is called deep listening. And when you listen with all your body and your mind like that, the energy of uh, peace, the energy of mindfulness will penetrate into you. And the healing takes place. The transformation takes place. The nourishment takes place. 
in just a few seconds. Breathing in, I say silently, I listen, I listen. It means all the cells in my body join me in listening. There is mindfulness, there is concentration. You are mindful on the sound of the bell. You are concentrated on the sound of the bell. Mindfulness is uh, smurti. Smurti. That is uh, a Sanskrit word. In the logo, you see the first word is smurti. It is uh, mindfulness. In Chinese, uh, so while breathing in, you generate the energy of mindfulness. Energy that has the power to heal, to transform. And energy that uh, can help you bring your mind to back to your body. And energy that, that allows you to be in the here and the now. It's very important. Mindfulness is the kind of energy that helps you to establish yourself in the here and the now so that you can be in touch with life deeply. Mindfulness is the kind of energy that allows you to know what is going on in the here and the now, what is going on in your body, what is going on in your feelings, what is going on in your perceptions, what is going on in your mind mental formations and what is going on around you in the world. What is going on in your body? What is going on in your feelings? What is going on in your mind? And what is going on around you? Pháp means uh, the phenomenal world, mountains, river, body, air, water, everything. So mindfulness is a kind of energy that helps you to be there, to know what is going on in your body, in your feeling, in your mind, and in the objects of your mind. This is the word for Dharma. And the Dharma here, with the simple D, it means uh, object of your mind. When you look at uh, my hand, my hand is an object of your mind. My hand is a Dharma. When you produce a thought, that thought is an object of your mind. When you get angry, anger is an object of your mind. When you look at the mountain, the mountain is an object of your mind. Your mind comprises subject and object. And mindfulness is always mindfulness of something. 
when you breathe, and if you focus your attention on your in-breath and out-breath, that is called mindfulness of breathing. When you walk, and if you pay attention to every step, that is mindfulness of walking. And when you drink your tea, mindfully, you know that you are drinking your tea. You focus your attention on drinking tea, that's mindfulness of drinking. So the basic practice of uh, Plum Village is to be aware that of uh, everything that is uh, happening in the here and the now. You breathe, you know that you are breathing. You walk, you know that you are walking. You are angry, you know that you are angry. So you are there, and you know what is going on, so that you can take care of yourself. So mindfulness is mindfulness of something. And the Chinese uh, character is very interesting. It It is composed of the first part, which means the present moment. This is the present moment, the now. And the lower part is uh, mind. So mindfulness is the mind going back to the present moment. Your mind is not in the past. Your mind is not in the future. Your mind is in the present moment. That is the Chinese uh, meaning of mindfulness. And with uh, mindfulness, we stay in the present moment so that we can touch life deeply and the wonders of life deeply. There are many refreshing and healing elements. And with mindfulness, we are in touch with the refreshing and healing elements, nourishing elements. This is very important, mindfulness. So every practitioner should be able to practice mindfulness to get in touch with the refreshing, healing, nourishing, nourishing elements within and around in order to, to grow. And also mindfulness helps us to get in touch with the suffering so that we know how to handle suffering, how to transform suffering. That's called mindfulness of suffering. And when we are happy, we are mindful of our happiness so that we know how to handle our happiness, to keep it alive and not to allow it to degenerate into something else. You need to know how to, to feed your happiness, how to keep your f- happiness uh, longer and, and, and not uh, deteriorate into something else like uh, sorrow and fear. So when you hear the sound of the bell breathing in, you may say, I listen, I listen deeply, inviting all the cells in your body to listen. And in that moment, you don't think. You just listen. There is only a feeling. You feel 
the sound of the bell. You feel the air coming in. You feel the relaxation, the peace generated by your in-breath. And when you breathe out, you say, this wonderful sound brings me back to my true home. My true home is in the here and the now, where life is. My true home is a country, is a country called the country of the present moment. And when you breathe in mindfully, you go back to the country of the present moment, the kingdom of the present moment. And in that country of the present moment, you are always alive. And you touch life deeply every minute. If you get out of the country of the present moment, you sink into the country of forgetfulness, dispersion. You get lost. You lose yourself in thinking, in your anger, in your fear, in your worries. And only one in-breath made in mindfulness brings you home to the kingdom of the present moment. The kingdom of the present moment is the kingdom of God, is the pure land of the Buddha, available in the here and the now. According to this practice, the kingdom of God is now or never. You don't have to die in order to go to the kingdom. In fact, you have to be very alive in order to step into the kingdom. And how to be alive? Breathe in mindfully. And bring your mind home to your body and you become alive. And with one step, you can step into the kingdom of God, in the pure land of the Buddha, and you enjoy walking in the pure land. You enjoy walking in the kingdom of God. Walking meditation is to enjoy the kingdom of God, to enjoy the pure land of the Buddha, available in the here and the now. So the country of the present moment is your true home, where life is available. All the wonders of life are available. Breathing in, I say, I listen. I listen with all myself. Then now you say, this wonderful sound of the bell brings me back to my true home. Sweet home, wonderful home, the country of the present moment. And wherever you go, your true home is with you. Sitting at the airport, doing shopping, you can always be in your true home if your mind is with your body. I did it mindfully.
Britain in and Britain out. And remember, breathing in is not hard work. You don't have to suffer breathing in. You don't have, do not have to force yourself breathing in. Because we breathe in and out all day long, we don't need to, to make an effort in order to breathe in. We just allowed ourselves to breathe in uh, naturally. Only we pay attention to our in-breath. Mindfulness of breathing. That makes a big difference. While breathing in, you generate the energy of mindfulness. And that energy of mindfulness helps you to be alive, to be in the here and the now, to be alive. He can do that mindfully also, <laughs> and peacefully also. <laughs> so please remember, it can be very pleasant breathing in. You enjoy breathing in. Breathing in, I enjoy breathing in. And if you enjoy breathing in, your practice, your practice is good. And if you suffer while you breathe in, that's not good. The practice should be pleasant, nourishing and healing. So we do not force ourselves to practice. We enjoy our practice. Whether sitting or lying down or walking, we enjoy breathing. Enjoy your breathing. Enjoy being alive. Enjoy life in the here and the now. Buddha proposed 16 exercises on mindful breathing. There is a scripture called Anapanasati Sutra. And uh, in that uh, sutra, the Buddha proposed 16 exercises of mindful breathing. And the first one is uh, in out. Breathing in, I know. I am breathing in, breathing out, I know I am breathing out, so easy. Breathing in, I know this is an in-breath. Breathing out, I know this is an out-breath. You become aware of your in-breath and out-breath. So we can call the first uh, exercise aware of in-breath and out-breath. The exercise is very simple, but the effect is great. You just become aware of your in-breath and out-breath, and you stop your thinking. And you 
You get out of the prison of the past. You get out of the prison of the future. You become free. Many of us always go back to the past with regret and sorrow. The past has become a kind of prison. You cannot forget the past. It's a habit to go back to the past, to be overwhelmed by our regret and our sorrow. That's not good. We are not able to, to go back to the here and the now and live our life. Many of us are afraid of the future, fearful of the future. And the future is a kind of uh, nightmare, it's a kind of prison. So breathing in mindfully, we bring our mind home to the body and get out of the past, get out of the future, and go home to the present moment. Just one in-breath set you free from the past and from the future. Because your in-breath has a power to allow you to settle in the here and the now, to go into the kingdom of the here and the now, of the present moment. So it's a big just breathing in and out. And you recover, you go back to your home country, original country, the kingdom of God, the pure land of the Buddha, with all the wonders. And just practice the first exercise of mindful breathing can bring you freedom and happiness. The second exercise is to to follow your in-breath and out-breath all the way through. Your in-breath may last four seconds. And during the time you breathe in, you follow your in-breath all the way through. Your mind is focused on your in-breath. There is no interruption at all. You enjoy breathing in deeply. Your mind never takes off, takes off from your in-breath. Breathing in that way, you cultivate your concentration. You are mindful of your in-breath, and you are fully concentrated on your in-breath. Your mindfulness and concentration grow, and you can enjoy breathing in and follow your in-breath. And when you breathe out, you enjoy breathing out and follow your in-breath, your out-breath, all the way through. And every millisecond can be a moment of uh, peace and, and joy. So the second exercise is to follow your in-breath and out-breath all the way through. This is a deepening the exercise, the first exercise. There are two, but there are one. 
this is only another aspect of the first. So when you practice the second, you are still practicing the first. You don't say, I don't practice the first anymore, I'm practicing the second. That's not true. And the third exercise, is uh, breathing in, I'm aware of my whole body. And now, the object of your mindfulness becomes in-breath and body at the same time. During the time you breathe in, you get in touch with your body. Breathing in, I'm aware of my whole body. aware of body. Remember, the first one is only aware of in-breath and out-breath. The third one, you are aware of your body. It's a kind of reunion, happy uh, reunion between body and mind. And when we breathe like that, you realize what we call the oneness of body and mind. Thân tâm nhắc nhớ the oneness of body and mind. And this is the purpose of uh, the third uh, exercise. Chitta Kaya. <coughs> And when you go back to your body, you enjoy your body, you know that you have a body. It's very important to remember that you have a body. Your body is a wonder. Your body belongs to the kingdom of God. Like that flower, A flower is a wonder that belongs to the pure land of the Buddha, the kingdom of God. Your body, do not underestimate it. It's a wonder. It's a flower also in the garden of humanity. It belongs to the kingdom. Sometimes you spend three hours with your computer and you forget completely that you have a body. You are alienated from your body. That's not good. In Plum Ridge, uh, uh, members of our monastic and lay uh, community, many of them program a bell of mindfulness in their computer. And every 15 minutes, the bell sounds. And we have a chance to stop working and go back to our in-breath and out-breath and connect with our body and connect with Mother Earth because Mother Earth is in our body. Not only around our body, but in our body. If you get alienated from your body, you get sick sometimes. 
So it's very important to go back to the body from time to time. And the bell of mindfulness can help. Or if you have uh, a clock that plays music every quarter of an hour, you can practice. Uh, every time you hear the music playing, you stop working, you stop thinking. You go back to your breathing, and you enjoy breathing in and out, and connect with your body. Breathing in, I know I have a body. Breathing out, I smile to my body. That is the third exercise of mindful breathing. And the Buddha proposed it. 2,600 years ago. And still, it is a very important uh, exercise, especially in our time, where when we work our body too hard, when we uh, get disconnected with our body in our daily life, when we allow stress and tension to settle too much in our body. So breathing in, become aware of your body. You enjoy your body. You connect with your body. And then if you, if you notice that there is tension and pain in your body, you would like to do something to help your body feel better. And that is why we have the fourth exercise. A fourth exercise is to release tension in body. In classical Chinese, it is written thang han tuk, thang han yak. Aware of uh, the body activities, the formation called body. This is the body. This is awareness of body. And release tension in the body is written in the scripture. This is to to calm it down, to allow it to rest, to stop the tension, to release the tension. Thang hành tức, thang hành giác. And in Plum Village, uh, we practice these four exercises uh, all day long for our enjoyment, for our healing and nourishment. When we walk, we combine our uh, breath with our steps. After this um, Dhamma talk, we shall have a chance to walk together. It's called a mindful walking practice, walking meditation. And walking meditation is to enjoy every step. Every step you make can nourish you and heal you.
with the condition that you generate the energy of mindfulness while walking. When breathing in, you might like to make uh, two steps or three steps. Depends on the need of your lungs. If you make uh, two steps while breathing in, and you may second, you may say, "I have arrived." Arrived. I have arrived. I have arrived. So you arrive with every step. Arrive where? Arrive in the country of the present moment. Arrive. in the kingdom of God, arrive in the pure land of the Buddha. According to this practice, the pure land of the Buddha is now or never. And if you bring your mind home to the here and the now, you can touch the pure land of the Buddha available in the here and the now. You can touch the flower, the sky, your body, and everything that belongs to the pure land, to the kingdom of God. So I have arrived. I have arrived means I have arrived in the here and the now. And this is not a statement. This is a realization. You have to truly arrive with every step. And if you are a beginner in the practice, this is a challenge. You have to arrive. Otherwise, you are not true in, your, in what you say. I have arrived. I have arrived. And you may arrive only 20% in the here and the now. That's not good enough. Your mindfulness is the weak. If you truly put your attention, pay your attention on your in-breath and be, be, become aware of the contact between your foot and the ground, and then one second or two may be enough for you to arrive in the here and the now to 100%. And many of us can do that. When we breathe in and make a step, our mindfulness and concentration may be strong enough to allow ourselves to to arrive in the here and the now to 100%. And you are free. Free from the past, free from the future. So that is a challenge. And you might train yourself like this when you, are, when you have five minutes, ten minutes alone. You try slow walking. Alone, you can walk as slowly as you want. If you walk with 500 people, you may cause a traffic jam if you walk too slowly. So alone, you may like to walk slowly and just one step while breathing in and one step while breathing out. Breathing in, you make one step. Become aware of the contact between your foot and the ground and say, I have arrived. 
And if you are mindful, you can arrive. And if you feel that you have not arrived 100%, challenge yourself. Don't make another step. Stay in that position until you arrive completely. Breathing out and breathing in again. And you have a, a time, you have time to do that because you are alone. And when you feel that you have arrived 100% to the here and the now, you might like to smile. That is a victory. And you make another step. In that way, you learn to walk in the kingdom of God, in the pure land of the Buddha. But walking together, we have to walk normally. Two steps or three steps, breathing in, and one more step for breathing out. When I walk, when I breathe, my in-breath may be two seconds, my out-breath may be three seconds. And if my in-breath is three seconds, my out-breath usually is five seconds. When my in-breath is four seconds, my out-breath is six. When it is five, it is eight. And when I breathe deeply, my in-breath lasts 10 seconds, and my out-breath lasts 15. And uh, there are times when uh, my, my in-breath can, can get to 15, <clears throat> and my out-breath uh, 20-something. But uh, let us not force ourselves. Just allow our in-breath and out-breath to, to be long enough to make the happiness of our lungs. Don't force ourselves. But it's the only way to make uh, possible to make the out-breath last a little bit longer than the in-breath. That is natural. So during walking meditation, you might like to make two steps while breathing in and three steps while breathing out. I have arrived. I have arrived. I'm home. I'm home. I'm home. You have to feel that you are home. Your home is the here and the now. You don't want to, to run anymore. I'm home, I have arrived, means I have decided not to run anymore. I have run. I have been running all my life, trying to seek happiness in the future. I know that happiness is possible in the here and the now. So I decide not to run anymore. That is the first step of meditation. Stop running. And when you are able to stop running, you are free. And the habit of running has been there for a long time. So I have to learn to recognize the habit of running. 
and learn the good habit of stopping to be in the here and the now. We are not used to live in the country of the present moment. We may be able to go to it, but we do not stay long. We get out to the world, to the country of forgetfulness, of uh, dispersion, of forgetfulness, of uh, dispersion. So with mindful breathing, mindful walking, we go home again to the country of mindfulness of the present moment. I have arrived. I have arrived. I'm home. 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 And you taste sweet home with every step. And you don't have to suffer. And in fact, you can enjoy your home, your sweet home with every step. All this is not thinking. I have arrived. It's a practice. And I do not uh, work with my brain. I allow my brain, my mind to rest. I bring my mind down to to, uh, the sole of my foot. My mind is here not here. And I touch the ground. I touch Mother Earth with not only my foot, but with my mind. I'm aware that I'm touching my great mother with gentleness, with love. Walk as if you kiss Mother Earth with your foot. And walking like that will heal you and heal Mother Earth. That is the practice of love. So no thinking. It's only feeling. Awareness of the contact between your body and Mother Earth. And you can enjoy touching Mother for your healing for your nourishment. You can practice walking like that from the parking lot to your office every day and enjoy every step. Arrange so that you have enough time to walk from your parking lot to the office with every step like that. You don't have to set aside some time to practice. Every time you use your feet in order to walk, you can apply the techniques of mindful walking and get the nourishment, the healing, and release the tension. This is applied Buddhism in our daily life. I have arrived. I am home. And later on, you may change the words to get uh, something fresh. In the here, in the now. The here and the now 
is yatuhum. Breathing in, in the here, in the here. Breathing out, in the now, in the now, in the now. Not words, but inside. You are truly in the here and the now. You sit home. The country of the present moment. So although the words are different, but the content, the meaning is very much the same. And you can stay within the here, in the now for some time. And you like, you may like to switch into the next. I am solid. I am free. Because. Uh, Every step I make helps me cultivate more solidity and more freedom, which are the two bases for happiness. A person cannot be truly happy if she is not stable and solid enough. You are solid not because you want to be solid, but because you have the capacity to be mindful. And if you make the step mindfully, you bring your mind to your body and make the step, you are established in the here and the now, firmly, with solidity, and the past cannot pull you away anymore. The future cannot pull you away anymore. That is why you are solid. You are yourself. You are not a victim of the past or of the future. And working like that is to cultivate solidity. And this is not wishful thinking. This is a realization. Each step should bring more solidity and more freedom. Freedom from what? Freedom from the sorrow, and the regret concerning the past, free freedom from the fear and the uncertainty concerning the future. So every step can bring more solidity and freedom. Solid, solid, free. And then the concluding uh, uh, verse is, uh, in the ultimate, I do. This is a, a very deep practice. You touch the world of birth and death, being and non-being, with mindfulness. And if your mindfulness is strong enough and deep enough, if your concentration is strong enough and deep enough, they will help you to make a breakthrough and touch touch the ultimate. The ultimate in uh, Christianity, Islam, uh, Judaism is God. In Buddhism is Nirvana. Nirvana is the nature, the true nature of no birth and no death free from notions like being and non-being. 
And if your, your practice is solid, you can touch nirvana with every step. You can touch God, the kingdom of God, with every step. And if you want, you can change in the kingdom of God, I dwell, or in the pure land of the Buddha, I dwell. But the ultimate is the ultimate reality. And when we touch the ultimate, the nature of no birth, no death, we are no longer afraid. We enjoy every moment. We will have time to go back to this teaching. But there is a song we can memorize in order to practice walking meditation, uh, sitting meditation. Let us uh, sing together. I have arrived. place or another, whether from your tent to the, to the dining hall or to the meditation hall, you always apply the method of uh, mindful walking. Enjoy your step. Allow yourself to have enough time to enjoy every step. It's very important to do so. Because when we see you walking like that, generating peace, mindfulness, enjoying every step, we are motivated to do like you. We will stop our thinking and enjoy our step also. So your presence and your practice is very crucial for us. You are supporting the whole retreat by your way of walking. While walking, do not talk. Do not think. Stop the talking. Stop the thinking. That is the practice in Plumlage. Just feeling, just being aware of what is there in your body, in your feelings, and enjoy every step. Walking in such a way that makes the pure land of the Buddha available in the here and the now. And you inspire us. And if uh, it happens that you lose your practice, you look at someone in front of you, on your left, walking mindfully, and you go back to your practice. Like that, together, you can generate a very powerful collective energy of mindfulness and joy. 
that can help nourish every one of us. Please uh, uh, remind ourselves and remind each other that we have uh, this golden opportunity to practice together. We practice so that every moment of our daily life can be a moment of joy and happiness, a moment of healing and transformation. And we need the collective energy in order to do that easily. So everyone has uh, the capacity to contribute to the success of the retreat by his way, her way of walking and breathing. We continue tomorrow in French. <coughs> I like to uh, undo your your feet and massage them mindfully. <coughs> <coughs>